Hey guys, so we've talked a lot about seasons in the show recently. Mostly breakup season and makeup season, but there's one season we haven't touched on. That's the holiday season, which means shopping, which means discounts. But where do we find some of the best deals? That's where Honey comes in. Honey is an online shopping assistant that does the searching for you and will automatically apply discounts to your cart. That means no more endless trial and error with expired codes, just savings on most of your favorite brands and items. They've got the plug on shoes, books, laptops, gaming systems, appliances, you name it. And it's easy to get started. All you have to do is sign up online and in two clicks, Honey will find working promo codes while you shop. And with one click, they'll apply some of the best deals to your cart. It's that easy. So if you want to start preparing for holiday shopping with great discount codes, head over to joinhoney.com slash besthoneyad today. Oh, and speaking of best honey ad, I'm doing this for a super dope contest, so if you want us all to win, go ahead and head over to Honey and start saving today. Now let's get back to the show. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love you like la 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 la. I love you like la 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 la. Yo, it is your boy, The Arrow, and I'd like to welcome you guys back to the BDE Podcast. This is episode number two. That means if you're listening right now, you really like me. So thank you. I hope you guys this week has been great. Mine has been good. A little bit draining on the professional side, though, but I feel like that's literally everybody right now. Uh, shout out to everybody who's working during a pandemic. Whether you're at Walmart, a hospital, or back in the office, I feel like shit is just not the same. <laughs> it's really not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think everybody's trying to fight to get back to an old normal or a new normal, and shit, it's just draining. So, if you're out there feeling the same way as I am, then don't feel bad or guilty, because you're not alone. We're all in the same boat, and we're good. Just breathe deeply, breathe slowly, and keep your head up. Now, also, shout out to everybody who shared the podcast so far. That's what's made my week so great. I did not realize the reception was going to be so great in the first week, so you guys are dope. Keep doing that shit, because I'm sure you guys heard in the beginning of the pre-roll that I'm in a contest and I need those numbers to be up. So like, share, subscribe, share again, share again. And then, Oh, you should probably share it again, <laughs> but not for all. I appreciate it. And thanks for everybody who's been sending or tagging me in stories that they want to hear about because this week, baby, we got some tea. So without further ado, let's get into some things. All right. So big thanks first, baby. Hold on to your coins or just let them go because Beyonce just announced her drip to, that's right, the second drop for the Ivy Park Adidas collab. And it is motherfucking fire. It's amazing. It's iconic. It's got great designs. It's got a great color scheme. I'll be honest, I wasn't a fan of the maroon and orange. It reminded me too much of my high school PE uniforms, no shade. But I love this one. This one's got three different variations of green going on. You got a neon number and a Beyonce beige that matches her skin perfectly. So she's killing it. And let's not even get on the marketing. The queen is giving you personality, swag, and a little twerk. She's giving you layered queen realness. And I'm here for it. She's coming for your EDD coins. She's taking those Halloween coins, girls, because it's dropping on October 30th. And you can stay mad or stay glad. Just be blessed. Be blessed that you're getting this during a pandemic. She didn't have to do nothing. She didn't have to do it. You know, she's a Chick-fil-A employee, okay? Whatever she says goes. <laughs> Just kidding. But no, uh, yeah, this drop is really, really fire. And I'm really excited about it because like I said, I wasn't a huge fan of the last one, but this one is cool. The only note that I have 
is, hey, Beyonce, if you're listening, obviously you're listening. Why wouldn't you be listening to this podcast? Hey, um, I know you've seen the demographic at your concerts. So, I need you to drop a little something for the guys in there next time. Because you're losing out on some big coins, in my opinion. Not that you need them. But it would be nice to get a little shirt, a little jacket, a little Formation Tour DVD. I don't know. But, you know, I'm just my two cents. But in the meantime, I will take what I can get. If I can get it, because y'all, you know, y'all be bum-rushing them motherfucking collections, child. And record-breaking numbers and record-breaking time. So I'm going to just put this out there. My birthday's November 30th. Thank you in advance. Now, as I continue to stand for the queen, baby, there are congratulations in order for another well-known member of the Beehive, Adele. <laughs> Adele hosted SNL this weekend with Issa Rae, and uh, they both did a great job. The expectation, though, was that because this was the first U.S. appearance since the divorce, we were going to get a new album or a new single almost immediately after. The reality, though, is that she showed up just to show off her Snatch figure, which I'm not mad at, and announced that the album was still underway. I'm just curious on what energy she's going to be bringing to this next project. Because, you know, usually we get the breakup music from Adele and it's always good and whatever, soulful. But she recently got divorced to her hater husband, C2017, album of the year, Grammy speech for reference. Just watch his face when you do, when she talks about Beyonce, because clearly he's ex-husband material. Just saying. Not to mention he pulled a Kendo or Kenzo or whatever Mary J. Blige's ex-husband's name was and got a $140 million settlement after only three years of marriage. So she's definitely got a reason to bring that heartbreak heat, but she's also lost a ton of weight. And she's been rumored to be dating a UK rapper. I can't remember what his name is, but baby, she could be bringing that rap son combo and really be coming for our wigs. So baby, that's what we usually get from B. And that would be fucking crazy. I mean, let's not forget the way Mama murdered that monster verse on that old carpool karaoke episode. Keep playing. We got to start calling her Andel, okay? <laughs> all right. So now that's all good and well for Sister Andel, but there's another lady whose hosting gig didn't go so hot this week. Baby, this pandemic has been hitting Sister Wendy kind of hard. We're talking about Wendy Williams' child. This week, Mama came out and clearly, clearly was not there. She couldn't walk straight, she was spaced out, extra giggly, couldn't finish a single thought, needed a lot of assistance from Norman, who by the way was the guy who Loki has been playing damage control ever since she first started trending downward. It was just clear that she was on something. Now I'm not going to make any accusations on what that something might be, but she has been in rehab recently. After finding out that her husband of 21 years had a baby on her, she filed for divorce and set off on this new single journey only to be hit with a damn year-long COVID shutdown. Could you imagine just being ready to get out and bask in your singledom after 21 years and being married to clearly the wrong person and being told that the world is canceled and everybody is toxic? Now, the everybody being toxic thing isn't new to dating, but restrictions on where you can go is, and she's clearly been struggling with it. The show even had to go on hiatus for a bit while she gathered herself, but clearly she needs a bit more time or just to call it quits. Even DJ Boof alluded to big drama behind the scenes. Boof, who's also Nicki Minaj's DJ, used to work on the Wendy Williams show, but recently left. When fans made assumptions or accusations about it being because Wendy is out of control, he responded on IG with this. 
Y'all have no idea what's really going on, and everyone there was afraid to speak up because they don't want to lose their jobs. This is going to play out bad. I feel sorry for the workers and victims. Damn! (laughs) When the tea is hot, baby, the tea is hot. So we'll see what happens next. Take care of yourself, sis. Now, on the topic of taking care of sisters, oh, God. Tory Lanez wants everybody to know that he's been protecting black women by putting them to work. Not a lot to dive into here. (laughs) He just went on an IG press tour this week to question Meg's injuries and let y'all know that he thinks it's sad that uh, y'all don't think he's protecting black women (laughs) just because of the Meg incident. You know, the one where he allegedly shot her, a black woman, in the foot. Yeah, that one. According to him, putting black women in his videos should be protection enough, and we need to appreciate him for the king he is. No thanks. You shot Meg. Go away. Like, why is this nigga even able to walk around freely? Like, in the club. No mask. No worries. No ma'am. I definitely would have thought that either somebody would have scared him off, or he'd be hiding, or he'd just lay low for longer. But there's no fear with this one. To be honest, I mean, this is a story that I'm kind of tired of, but we'll keep watching for now. Watching. Oh, yeah. Have y'all been watching this Ryan Henry drama? (laughs) Baby. Okay, so here's the team. Ryan Henry from VH1's Black Ink Crew Chicago, I believe. I I stopped watching him after the first one. I wasn't a huge fan, but I do know that man is fine. Y'all see, I gave y'all that, uh, what is that? Countdown? I'm boy. Anyways, so fine Ryan Henry's best friend jumped on IG Live last week and basically told us that Ryan ain't shit and he slept with his wife while he was battling cancer. Of course, the blogs all picked it up and blasted it, so Ryan finally hopped on IG Live the next day to give his side of the story. He said that he was sorry to all parties involved, took 100% of the blame, and then made a comment like, We already talked about this for like the past week, so I don't know why he felt the need to come and hop on live now. First of all, sir, you slept with this man's wife while he was fighting cancer and smiled in his face and all that for four years or not even four years. I think it was like more than four years, but up until recently for years. So you have no say in how he handles or works through all the fucked up shit you guys put him in. So, sorry. And sir, you've got a history of being connected to relationship drama. Let's recap. So, Neo and his wife broke up after her name was connected to yours, allegedly. Then Dre and her man split up after her name was tied to yours, allegedly. And now, this man, your best friend, the father of your godchildren, children, 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 (laughs) has to rebuild because you couldn't keep your dick in your pants. So no, you have zero say in how he handles this and neither does his soon to be ex-wife. At all. If a relationship isn't working out, end it. Don't fuck your man's best friend. You ain't a city girl, mama. (laughs) And that's that on that. Get your shit together. But speaking of people getting their shit together, apparently Elliot Reed got all his shit together and sold his entire catalog of music. And you know what, I thought this was going to be a bigger story than what it was, because it sounded kind of scandalous, but he's basically just joining the board of a new music company and sold them all his masters. 
the only thing that I have to say about this is give TLC their shit back, sir. Thank you. Because <laughs> I still haven't fully forgiven them for go funding the entire album that kind of came out, but definitely didn't really come out. And it was just a mess. So you guys owe Katy Perry a refund. I believe she put down a thousand or three thousand dollars or something for that. Now, <laughs> last but not least, did y'all hear about this Jeffrey Tubin story? Now, before we get into it, I do want to put out a disclaimer. This is not safe for work. This is not safe for work. This is not safe for work. If you have me on speaker, take me off now. If you have me turned up, turn me off now. Down. Turn me down. Don't turn me off. Turn me down. This story might turn you off, but you need to turn me down. I'll give you five seconds. Okay. So, Jeffrey Tubin is a staff writer for The New Yorker. He's also a senior legal analyst for CNN, but he may be counting his days after an incident on Zoom. Now, we've all had our embarrassing moments during video conferences. We've seen folks running in the bathroom. We've seen half-naked mamas in the background of virtual classrooms, so on and so forth. But Mr. Tubin takes the cake. Here's what happened. So, mama jumped on a Zoom call. Nothing unusual about that. Then mama turned her camera in, off and mic on, which, I mean, is an iconic duo for me. Or I think it was maybe his camera off and his mic off. Either way, iconic. Then Mama did something unusual. Guys. This man <laughs> started jacking off on the damn Zoom call. Bruh. I'm <laughs> Bruh. Now, let's, re let's rewind, okay? And review some facts. So, this man works for the New Yorker. Okay. He's been working there for the past 25 years. And this call was a prep call for election night coverage. So there was absolutely nothing sexy about this scene, but what it was, was some Me Too shit. And in fact, if there were some guys in the call, I think we can start a Men Too, right? Because hell to the nah. Hell to the nah nah nah. Now, let me tell you where he really fucked up, if he hadn't fucked up already, right? So the call, <laughs> so the call led into breakout rooms. Anybody working remotely right now should be familiar with those. But for those who aren't, breakout rooms is really just breaking everybody on the call into different groups, usually during a group activity so they can privately discuss who, what, and how they're going to present whatever the subject matter is, right? Well, one thing Mr. Tubin wasn't aware of, and honestly, neither was I, was that when you get zapped into a new breakout room, your previous camera and mic settings reset to default. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of you guys already know where this is going. Yep. He didn't know and was still blindly unaware <laughs> that his camera was on, his mic was on, and he was still in the act of jacking off. So his co-workers were staring at their colleague of 25 years jacking off, and I'm assuming they let him finish because one person on the call told the New York Times that when Mr. Tubin rejoined the call, he seemed unaware that he had been seen. 
Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I don't I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I've never. I literally I always talk about how the IT guys at my company or any company right now are probably just either crying laughing or just like grossed out by a bunch of stuff. I know when I used to work for when we used to take the phone to the back, by the way, this is a, a life hack. Never let them niggas take your phone to the back because we will go through that shit. And one of my coworkers got caught like copying pictures over to his own phone doing too much. But I say all that to say this, IT can see everything. It's a fact. Uh, this was wildly inappropriate and gross and what the fuck sir ill hey guys the show is almost over which means this is my favorite segment coming up the last motherfucking call but before that we're gonna do a podcast shout out last week it was for the hashtag slick talk podcast this week it goes to hot boxing with mike tyson let me tell you why two reasons one because I started listening to some episodes and his voice is surprisingly not that annoying to listen to. And his co-host is actually pretty cool and they have some pretty dope stuff to talk about and pretty dope people to talk to. And two, I saw a clip of him interviewing Lil Boosie. Was it Lil Boosie? I think it's Lil Boosie. But he was interviewing him about his comments about Dwayne Wade's daughter and he was lighting his ass up. Like, in such a, like, a cool legend way. And I really was taken aback. So, I stand. Go ahead and listen to that podcast after this one. It's Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. But before that, you better listen up to this last motherfucking call. Yo, you made it. to last call. Work. She better twerk. She better drink. Now, there's been sort of a running theme throughout the topics on today's show. Friendship, or lack thereof. Let me explain. Whether it be friends supporting you in your new endeavors, friends watching you spiral out of control, friends stabbing you in the back and having sex with your wife, or friends watching you kill your career for a quick nut. We've been talking about friends. Clearly, there are good friends and bad friends. Friends that will be there to support, friends that will be there for support, and those who will simply be there for the shit show. And during this crazy, shitty year, it's important to identify who's who and act accordingly. Because now more than ever, you need to protect your energy and mental stability. Now, I want to be clear. The friends that will be there for support aren't necessarily bad. You just need to make sure that you're not pouring so much into them that you end up left with nothing. Because emotional resources are limited right now. And we're all going through some shit. So move cautiously, but move kindly as well. Now, this one's going to sound like a cliche, but I got to say it. You got to make an effort to check in your strong friends, man. They're the ones who are most likely needing you right now. And being a strong friend myself, I can tell you that the energy we usually get comes from the things we get to experience, good or bad. But with limited experiences this year, we're limited on energy. And I can tell you again myself, I'm motherfucking tired. Baby. Seriously. <laughs> now, last but not least, those low-maintenance friendships where you guys talk like once every few months, but when you do talk, it's like there's no time pass at all. Great, right? Wrong. 
you need to call them more often. Make an effort to reach out more. A phone call is free. A text is free. Put time on the calendar for a Zoom day. Just make an effort. We need to rework this whole social distancing thing. Yeah, I mean, stay six feet away for now and wear a damn mask, but don't stay away forever. Don't feel like you need to put a brave face on for me. We're all in this together. I feel like somebody needed to hear that. Hell, I needed to hear that. That's all I got. So on that note, I wish you guys well. Take care of yourselves. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Make sure y'all motherfuckers vote. Please vote. Please vote. Lord, you want to talk about some mental shit. If Just vote. Just vote. <laughs> but while you're voting, listen to my podcast. Subscribe it, rate it, review it, share it with your friends. And if you want to holla for a dollar, hit me up on IG at at D-A-R-O. That's at D-E-A-R-R-O-W on IG. Until next time, baby. Peace out.